Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome into this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. We took a couple weeks off for vacation. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. We're back with a fantastic guest. Yes. This week. So um, excited. Before we get into that, uh, just make sure you follow us on all our socials. We have a Facebook. Uh, you can email us if you really want to. Make sure you check out our YouTube, YouTube page. page. Yep. Jinx. Um, so we're going to be talking to Ben Smith. We'll play that for you in just a minute. We are going to have some clips of the interview in case you want to see uh, a few of the a few of the parts of this interview. Uh, we're going to put that on our YouTube page in the next couple days. If it's not up already, um, that link will be down in the uh, description of the podcast. Ben's uh, Instagram, along with CrossFit Krypton, which he founded in 2013. Mm -hmm. Those will be links and everything will be in the description as well. Um, but we do have a couple things coming up. Uh, I know, I think it must, it might've been on our last episode. We said we were going to talk to David Magida. Yeah. Um, last minute change of plans. He couldn't join us. So we're going to be having him probably in the next couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, we had to push that one back, but next week we're going to have our Spartan race Palmerton yeah. recap, recap review Super and sprint Yep. weekend. So we'll be d talking about that and then. Week after that, I would assume probably David Magida or something else. Yep. We'll figure it out. TBD. Um, but uh, if you don't know who Ben Smith is, and if you follow CrossFit, I don't know how you couldn't know who Ben Smith is. Right. <laughs> uh, first off, super nice guy. He's which so you'll, great. You'll hear, super friendly. You'll hear in a couple yeah. minutes. Um, but he won the CrossFit Games in 2015, got second in 2016, and third in 2011 and 2013, and seven total top 10 finishes. And he went for, I think, 10, maybe 11 straight years. That's crazy. Um, he he didn't qualify this year, but I think this is like the first or like one of the only times he hasn't yeah. qualified. So yeah. um, just a fantastic athlete, fantastic guy. Um, so make sure you follow him on social and stuff. Like I said, that'll that'll be in the description. So that uh, that pretty much takes care of that. We'll play the interview for you. We'll have a couple things to uh, to chat about at the end to wrap up the episode. So make sure you stick around to the finish. Uh, but let's play the interview with Ben Smith. Do it. Yeah, hot still. I, I feel like it didn't <laughs> used to be this hot when I was younger, and it's gotten like progressively hotter over the years. Like yeah. we we actually were just in Florida. And we were saying, we're like, we remember, you know, being in PA and going down to Florida and being like, oh, it's so hot down here. And now, like, I come home and I'm like, I feel like it's, it's Florida. It's just as hot. <laughs> it's the same here, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were down at Staples, too, um, for, for four days. My wife stayed down there with my daughter for a little bit longer and her family. But where oh, did you guys go? We were in Disney. Yeah. Oh, Disney, nice. Yeah. For four days. How yeah. was that? Was that crowded? Um, yeah, like it's still a little, there's some stuff they still don't do with like the COVID restrictions and everything. So, um, I feel like it was more crowded, but it's summer. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody's down there. Lines were long though, for sure. I really oh, wouldn't yeah. recommend going to Disney in July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm personally not looking forward to making that trip when my daughter's a little older, but my wife absolutely can't wait. Like she wants to go Aww. right now. Oh yeah. How old's your daughter? Uh, she just turned two, Aww. so I got her 
you might I'm setting up her birthday gift. This is like my office slash oh, cool. putting together all her toys in it. So I'm like putting cute. together this little toy kitchen for her. <laughs> I That's see the cute. mixer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh I mean we probably weren't we drove back, so we probably weren't terribly like we shot up ninety five. How far off ninety five is Chesapeake? A couple hours? Um, yeah, I don't that's a good question. It's not too far. It's we're all the way up on the coast though. So yeah, you have you're... to cut off and and go more straight uh, east. east. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a fun drive. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to kind of start off talking about uh, CrossFit Krypton, though, because you, you started that in 2013, I think I read. Yeah, um, um, late 2012, early 2013. Yeah, when I graduated college. Okay, yeah, I mean that's that's a young age too to even like start your own your own business. What was that like hmm. getting that going and taking that off? Yeah, I mean I uh, I went to. I went to Lafayette first semester, and then I transferred to Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, and got a mechanical engineering degree because my dad's an engineer, and I love that kind of stuff, and I, I thought that's kind of what I wanted to do. Um, and during those four years, I kind of you know, fell in love with competing in CrossFit and ended up being pretty okay at it. So uh, I went to the games every year during those four years, and I just saw, um, and I trained my friends during that time, like a couple, I had, a, I had one friend that lost like 70 or a year pound, 80 pounds over the summer, like training with me for the games. Wow. Wow. And I like saw the impact it can make on people's lives. And I liked, you know, training other, you know, high school athletes that wanted to be college athletes or things of that nature. And then I saw, you know, it helped my mom, it helped, it helped just kind of everybody around in our area that we, that kind of came and worked out with us in my parents' garage at the time. Um, and then the garage got a little small and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just, Maybe I'll open a gym. So I found a spot and opened a gym. And, uh, you know, little did I know that was actually my dad's, uh, one of the things my dad has always wanted to do since he was in, you know, college was own a gym. Um, <laughs> and it's funny that now we do. So uh, they helped me a lot with the gym. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been a great experience. It's been fun. The community that we built there is really, uh, really special. So um, I love going in there every day. And, and since 2013, I mean, that was eight years ago, CrossFit's yeah. kind of like really grown exponentially since then like how how have you been able to kind of evolve crossfit krypton to what it is today as crossfit has kind of evolved i mean i'm sure your class sizes are probably bigger and everything like that yeah i mean when it's it's funny it's like when we opened we just leased the space um bought the equipment from rogue uh i helped built i helped with somebody built the website set the schedule and i was like all right i'll be here these hours during the day and (laughs) put it out on social media or whatever. And, uh, you know, we had a person or two in every class during the day from like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, and I coached all those classes. And then it just slowly grew word of mouth. And I kept competing at the games. So that helped me get like the word out um, that I had a gym. And people, the area is very big. There's a lot of people around here, a lot of athletes around here, but a lot of just people in general, it's very crowded. Um, so it just grew naturally. We never did any... Uh, advertising or anything like that and um, it's just spread by word of mouth and you know if I think if you make your gym a place where um, it's like people's hour to come and escape and get their workout in and and it's a place that's like a not like a safe space or anything but like a place where they can come and you know they're not judged and they're not uh they have fun and uh, they get better and they're around people that have the same goals as them uh, and their coaches care about them. And if you just make the place a, a great place to be, people want to people want to be there. And and that's what we've done. And um, it's just a really special place. And 
it's grown ever since then. And then we moved out of the building that we were in and we bought the lot of plot of land right next to us uh, and built a building. And now we have a new gym there and we got, you know, 7,000 plus square feet. And, wow. Um, yeah. We got classes. Yeah. <laughs> we got like 15 or 16 classes every day and it's, it's, it's fun. That's it's amazing. Good. Good. Yeah. How, how do you balance like training and then still coaching? Um, so like during some of the times, um, during some of the times of the summers, I'll take a step back and I'll just train. Um, but most of the time I, I'd like to be helping and being around, I'm always around the gym. So I'm always there, you know, whether it's talking with coaches or helping, uh, helping coach a little bit here or there. So I always pop in and out. Um, but I'd normally try to coach one or two classes here. I'll probably get four or five a week. Um, like today I coached the, I went into the early classes this morning at the five and 6am this morning. Um, but I try to get around to like all the classes so that I see everybody and I have interactions with everybody and I just enjoy meeting everyone and just staying a part of the community, you know, so it's just finding the balance. I don't coach too much now. I used to coach all like way back when I coached all the classes and that was just too much. Um, so there's a lot of other things that I'm doing now, um, on top of being a dad and, and being, you know, programming online and, and still training and all that stuff. So just try to get in there and coach a class or two every day. If uh, if anybody's like in the Chesapeake area, can they just drop in on a class, or do you have to be a yeah. member? No, 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 anytime. Yeah, oh, we always cool. have drop ins, and so it's always fun when people are visiting all over the place. We got a lot of military people that come through for uh, just a couple weeks or a couple months or whatever it is. So that's, oh, that's a couple cool. bases bases nearby. Okay. Yeah, and you're—I mean, your your dad was in the Navy, right? I think I read he was Navy. Yeah. So that's kind yeah. of—is that how you got into CrossFit? Um. He had a friend, my dad had a friend, uh, that, that did was like, just, you know, drank the Kool-Aid all about CrossFit right? <laughs> and, uh, just was talking all about it to my dad. And then he like showed, my dad just showed me the website and I just kind of took it from there and ran with it. I loved it. And, um, so kind of, yes, but okay. also kind of just found it on CrossFit.com. That was, <laughs> it's funny that that was like the place to be back then. It was just, <laughs> CrossFit.com. Right. There, was, there was like three gyms, and they were all in California. There were not there were not affiliates all over the world. Oh, really? So it's, it's a different time. Yeah. It's it's so crazy. I mean, I I am kind of I feel like a lot of people I know. Um, I thought I read you you did have a little bit of a background in gymnastics when you were younger, but I feel like a lot of people have like a gymnastics background or a powerlifting background or or something like that. But coming from baseball, like, was there anything from baseball that helped you with CrossFit? Well, I don't know what it's like. Uh, who Rich played baseball, Graham Holmberg played baseball. I'm trying to think who else played baseball. There were a couple other baseball players, like a handful of other baseball players that uh, were baseball players before they did CrossFit, and for some reason it just translated over well. And I was watching the College World Series, and I was trying to figure out why. You know, <laughs> I think it was like why baseball players are good at CrossFit. I don't know if it's like the time that it takes to like dedicate towards like a certain skill, mm-hmm. or I don't I don't know what it is, but. Uh, yeah, maybe the attention to detail. And there's like, you know, you got to be flexible and mobile as well. Right. But explosive too. So, um, and they spend a lot, baseball players sometimes spend a lot of time in the weight room. Right. I feel like. So. What position were you? I played third mostly. Okay. But well, you got to have player. good reflexes for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like throwing the ball across the infield hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned some of the online programming, the Be Strong. Um, do you want to give a little bit of detail about that? About that, I think there was a clean yeah. one and a squat one. Yeah, I have some. Uh, I have those are two programs, like strength programs I wrote recently, like a back squat program and then a front squat and clean program. 
it's just been fun for me to, to write up a program, something that I've been doing for years, you know, but I just sit down and write it out and plan it out and then I'll follow it, post my progress or post my results and then post it with the program. Um, and that's been pretty fun. I did it with a squat program and it went well. I hit 500 again and then uh, I did it with a clean program and I still I still got to test the clean because it was kind of during regionals time. So I didn't have a chance to, to do that. But no, that's been fun. And those are like just a couple ebooks that I have, but I've been doing online programming since uh, yeah, 2014, maybe 2015, uh, somewhere around that time where I just offered um, what I was doing every day and I laid it out and put in warm up, I put in my warm ups, put in my workouts, my strength work, everything that I do each day. Um, and I make it available to other people online. And uh, that's been, uh, that's been really good. And it's been really consistent over the years. Like a lot of people love it and a lot of people follow it. And I said, why I did that was because I used to look to other people all the time for programming. Mm-hmm. And I used to pull programs from, you know, Instagram or pull programs from other people's uh, gyms, websites. Like I used to follow Jason Felipe's gym and uh, Freddie Camacho and all those guys. It's Chris Spieler. Like I'd, I'd go on their gym and the websites and I'd pull workouts and I'd learn how to program and I'd follow all the stuff Dave Castro used to post and Greg Glassman on uh, on CrossFit.com mm-hmm. and kind of just played with it and toyed with it and uh, found like what worked for me and what didn't and put it into my own program. And then now I just offer that out to people just in case they want to kind of do the same thing. So it's like, you don't have to follow it all because there's a ton of volume, especially when we're like gearing up for competition. Um, but it's really good to get ideas and see what other people are doing and see, Hey, maybe I can take this and add it into my program and it'll work for me, you know? So, um, but yeah, I have that too. We have a, it's called a Krypton athletics now. So trying to branch off a little bit and make it a little bit more accessible to everybody, but we have a, a ton of different programs from what I do every day to, you know, just one session a day to strength programs to, uh, we have dad bod fitness. My brother runs that, <laughs> uh, just, you know, just fitness 20, 30 minutes of working out fitness every day and he loves programming for that and you know he's got two girls and he's really and a firefighter and he's really busy so it makes uh you know makes his life a little bit easier programming he's trying to help other people with that too yeah online i feel like is um like you said i mean it's it's a great resource for people because you know not everybody even if you go to a your local gym like some people are just kind of flying blind. Like they don't know what to do. Like I, I yeah. same thing as you. I remember like in, in college and stuff, I would be Googling. I'm like, Oh, even if I was just doing like a, a arm workout, I was like, all right, let me Google arm workout and see what's out there. And I tried like a million different mm-hmm. types of workouts and stuff, figure out what I like, figure out like what works best for me and kind of put my own stuff to like, now I just put my own stuff together because, right. because of all that experience. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, Having, you know, a resource like yourself who's podiumed several times at the CrossFit Games is pretty cool that, like, people can do that these days. I mean, because, you know, back when you were starting, you know, even like maybe even a little bit before you started, like 10 years ago or so, the Internet wasn't quite as uh, accessible as it is now. Like, I feel like even in the last 10 years, it's just become this thing that this huge resource that uh, people can use and and. I think that's why we're seeing such like a, a growth in the sport and other sports too, not just CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. As I've always said like, even like, you know, people that get into it now, they just have so much information available yeah. to them on how to train, what to do. They can follow really good athletes that all have it figured out. They've spent, you know, five or six or more years, like just trial and error, like you said, just figuring out and having that experience and being able to pass that on online is pretty cool. But yeah, in 10 years, the internet has gotten, uh, completely different. There's a ton of <laughs> programs out there, a ton of people to follow. So you've got to kind of pick and choose what you like, you know? 
Yeah, and I think something else that's pretty cool um, with CrossFit and in our podcast, we also talk about like Spartan racing, like obstacle course mm-hmm. racing and, and running in general. Um, but CrossFit and, and OCR are a little bit similar in the way that, you know, for the first several years and even now, a lot of people come from other sports to CrossFit or to OCR. Um, but because they're growing so much, you have these younger athletes now who are literally like starting out in the sport. So like, you know, you have people who have always run OCR. It wasn't like they were cross country people and now they run obstacle course racing or, you know, powerlifting or baseball or gymnastics. And now they do CrossFit. Like they just have done CrossFit since they were a teenager. I mean, that's how cool is that to kind of see and see the sport grow like that? Something that you've been doing for, you know, 12 years. Yeah. I figured people would start doing that, you know, like where you get kids that have never actually done other sports where they just pick CrossFit and that's their sport. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think, I think teenagers and kids growing up, they should play every sport they can play. You know, CrossFit's there and it can definitely be, um, it can definitely be fun for them and it can be a sport that they can play, but I don't think they should do it all the time year round. I think it's, uh, I think it'll just beat you up. Like it's always going to be there. Like go play your sports when you can play your sports, high school, college, um, and then it'll be there when you're done. And, you know, and that's something you can pick up and you can always kind of keep on the back burner. But I mean, if you really want to get into it and, and go for it and compete, I think it just takes a while to get up to the level of, you know, what's the average age for, for the guys for crosses like 25 or 26, now. right? maybe even 27, like a little bit higher now. And it's just, that's because they spend so much time and effort, like working on these little things, getting to where they are. I just think all those other sports help translate over to CrossFit. Like, that's something that people miss now is, you know, CrossFit used to say, learn and play new sports all the time, right? And mm-hmm. how many of you guys do that, you know? Right. Nobody. Everybody's yeah. in the gym doing their programs and that's it. You know, they don't get outside of it. They don't do too much outside of that, which is something that I think we miss as, as CrossFitters. Yeah, I think growing up, I, I played, We, I mean, you and I both, we played yeah. every sport under the sun. I think right. soccer might be the only thing I didn't try <laughs> growing up, you yeah. know what I mean? And and I agree. Like, I mean, even with with your uh, your daughter and with you know kids, like, it's good to let them try a bunch of things, see what they like. You learn different things with every sport you play. I mean, like lacrosse is different from basketball. It's different from football. Like, they're all different. And like yeah. you said, CrossFit is there. And I, I'm sure you would know. You know, doing it as long as you have. It's got to take a big toll on your body, like throwing around that kind of weight that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it does. Um, that's one of the things that I've never been really good at in my career is resting like enough after competitions or even tape, like tapering well into competitions. I kind of, I enjoy training um, and I just, I, I go too hard too, too often. So yeah. I probably need to learn how to back it off a little bit better. I'm getting better <laughs> at it as I get older by, by force. Um, but we're getting there. <laughs> so when you say um, competitions, what other competitions are you involved in like throughout the year besides obviously the like CrossFit games? Yeah, I mean, the games is my main focus through the year. So that's kind of what I'm preparing for, for the Open and the regionals and the games and all that. Um, but um, the Rogue Invitational is one that, that I normally do. Um, hopefully they'll do that this year, I think in September or October. So since I'm not competing this year, that will be something that I'm looking forward to later on and then maybe something like a Wadapalooza or a Dubai I have done in the past and I've enjoyed both of those so just a matter of what fits the schedule and kind of where I am in my training and everything we'll right. kind of see later on in the year right is your gym involved in different like competitions 
So we put on a charity competition every year. It's called the Crust of Krypton's Compete for a Cure. Okay. And it's uh, it's benefiting St. Jude, St. Jude's uh, Children's Research Hospital. Um, and we've done that five years now. Last year we did it online because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this coming year we'll do it in person. And that'll be in Virginia Beach or in Chesapeake here. Um, and it's pretty. It's been pretty big in the past. So hopefully we'll get it. You know we'll get it back and uh, and have that. But that's the only competition we really host. Okay. I'd love to do something like in house local, um, either like a you know a masters competition or just a competition in general for 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 the athletes at our gym and the other gyms around. People just love to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I feel like there's a like people want to do it more and more. Uh, lately, especially with uh, all the COVID stuff, they've been locked down for a while. So I feel like yes. it'd be fun to, fun to do a competition and have people get out and and, uh, and compete a little bit. Are there different levels like beginner, intermediate, advanced, or is it all just one? We have a scale division and a okay. division, so just just two divisions. So all right, we yeah. might ha- we might Try have to, to make, make a trip down to Chesapeake then. Yeah, if that. Yeah, there we go. If you guys put that it's on fun. this year, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say, can people just follow you on Instagram then for that? Yeah, you'll see it on Instagram, and they have an Instagram account, uh, Krypton's Compete for a Cure. But okay. I'll be posting about it leading up to the competition. It won't be till February or March next year. Okay, we'll uh, we'll have all those links in the description, so anyone listening, cool. if they're interested, they can just follow you and keep an eye out for that. Um, speaking of, you know, we were speaking a, a little bit about the uh, the games and everything. What were your thoughts on this this year's format, the new format? Uh, this past year? Yeah, well, yeah, 2021. I know things were a little weird in 2020 also because of because of COVID, a lot of online stuff and everything. Yeah, this year, um, I would have the only the one thing that I would have really liked to have seen would be uh, all of the workouts programmed by CrossFit for what is it? I call it the regionals. What is it? The quarterfinals or semifinals? Semifinals, I think it was. Yeah, the semifinals. I would have loved to see the workouts that CrossFit program just the same across the board for all all four of those weekends. Um, Cause we as athletes got an email and we said, they said, here are your four options. And one of the options was online or two of the options were online. And then the other two were in person, I believe. And we didn't like, I didn't know that CrossFit was going to be programming the online ones. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't know, you know, you don't know who's programming each one of the events and you don't know what the program is going to look like. Um, but I just think it's a little bit more fair across the board if, if CrossFit programs at all. And honestly, I think CrossFit's always done the best job of programming a very well-rounded test. Like normally when you get, you know, into the community and people, you just let anybody program, sometimes they're biased one way or the other without mm-hmm. even knowing it. So I just think CrossFit does a very good job of that. Um, and I was, I was hoping that they would do that, you know, across the board maybe next year. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Outside of that, I like the, I mean, the format's great. I think it's, uh, um, I think it works well and much better than the year before. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the, the sanctional thing. Like yeah. They tried, you know, they tried to do a whole ton of competitions and it was really hard to follow. Like, I don't know if you guys had that problem, but like as a spectator, it's, it's hard to follow, right? You can't watch them. Yeah. Uh, we're like pretty new into like the CrossFit world. And when okay. we were like reading up on that, like when we were trying to figure that out last year, I mean, we followed it last year, I yeah. think, and a little bit the year before, but yeah. when we were trying to figure it out, we were so confused. So like people, people like newer to it, like us, were totally lost. And I'm, I'm sure like if it was hard for you to follow, like imagine somebody who, you know, has only been yeah, doing so the same exact thing. Yeah. How long have you guys been doing CrossFit? Uh, so, I mean, we've, we've, I feel like we've programmed a little bit ourselves, mm-hmm. what, the last year or so. 
Yeah. Um, but we just joined a CrossFit gym this past year. Yeah. Okay. So, so you guys don't own a gym? No. No, we have a gym at, in our back in our garage, yeah. but we don't nice. we don't uh, train people. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But I have a running background, and then he mm-hmm. does like a lot of obstacle course racing. So I made him do a marathon with me, and yep. then he made me do oh, a Spartan man. with him. So we're kind of. <laughs> yeah, and then we yeah, both we both like we're new to CrossFit. Yeah. Like we like I had familiarity with like some of the movements, not like clean and jerks mm-hmm. and stuff are, are still very new to me, and mm-hmm. and it's just so much technique and everything, but. Yeah, you guys probably have like just the base, you know, the engine and just mm-hmm. you guys can go and then all the skills are things that you just add on with CrossFit, right? Exactly, totally. yeah. The Metcom yeah. workouts are usually our, our strength, yes. you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. Without a doubt. The heavy lifting is is where we're improving. Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah. I, I kind of agree. I like I like how the, it was, it was cool too, you know, with, with being able to watch it on YouTube this year um, with the semifinals. And I know like the games you can, you can always do that and everything like that um but it, yeah i mean it, it was it was nice to see all the different people competing at the different events and, and everything like that M- much different from what we had last year with uh, yeah i think COVID. they did a good job even being able to watch it and spectate this year was good it was yeah. just hard to follow because all the events were different you didn't know what they were like if you didn't catch it on the youtube clip in like the 10 seconds that they showed the workout you didn't know what was going on right know, so it's, Jeez. it was just if, if the workouts were more the same across the board i think it'd be a little bit easier to watch yeah how long <laughs> have you guys been doing this the podcast we just started in april yeah oh, um, did you nice. yeah so i really again i really appreciate you coming on and just being like yeah. hey let's let's ride with this but uh yeah i have i have a uh past with podcasting too i used to do more of like a, an entertainment based one a couple of years ago. So I, I okay. would talk to like people on TV and some movies, mostly TV, but, um, yeah. so I had all the equipment and we both love, you know, hybrid training, basically hybrid. Athletic We've been like dabbling in so many different things that we were like, let's just do this and talk to different people. And, right. you know, Oh, cool. What yeah. was the last thing you guys did? What was our last uh, episode? Well, we were on vacation. You guys always done running, right? Like racing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. We were on vacation last week, so we didn't do one. The I week think... before was a race review. Yeah. What race was it? Um, it was a Spartan race up in New York. Where they had okay. Woodstock. Yeah, um, Bethel, New okay. York. Yeah. So it was pretty. And we have we have another race coming up this weekend in uh, Palmer in PA. I don't know if you know where that is. Okay. Okay. It's probably not cool. far from Easton, but. Yeah. Um, you ever do like? You ever think about doing any? I don't. I don't know if you want to like risk injury or anything like that, but like any. No, I mean uh, something like like a like a Spartan race or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun to do sometime. It's just uh, I'm just always so set in my specific thing. Yeah. Or that I'm, yeah. I should get out and do more stuff like that. I'm, I'm yeah, sure I it's. Should. I'm sure it's. Uh, it's probably <laughs> tough to find time. I'm not running. Is not my like not my uh, favorite either. So. <laughs> that's not my favorite part of CrossFit. <laughs> my favorite that, part is more of like the the weightlifting side of it and like yeah. the skills and stuff like that. You're not alone there. We're the, the people that we. <laughs> yeah, spoke I was gonna say we're, we are like <laughs> yeah. we are like weirdos in our gym. Like oh, I know. We're anytime like, there's running in the wad, we're like yes, and everybody's like no. <laughs> yeah, our attendance is like cut in half on running days. I'm debating whether or not whether I. I should even put the workout on the board or right. put the workout on beyond the whiteboard if there's running it. you gotta right. surprise them it's that bad yeah I know. <laughs> at um, the last second end with a mile yes <laughs> yeah if i ever if i don't know if does spartan have a virginia they have a west virginia but i don't know if they have anything I don't in virginia think so no there's probably not yeah um where in that where west virginia 
Where was That's that? a great question. It's at Glen Glen Jean Farm Boy or Scout Camp or yeah. something like Boy Scout we Preserve. Have some family in Beckley. Beckley, okay. Let me look it up real like quick. Right Do you have a minute? Things. I can look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um that's a, know, that's a nice one. Like Southern Maryland, they have one. Do you know where Maryland International Raceway is? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay, it's like pretty far south in Maryland. Um, okay. We've lived in Maryland before, but... Yeah, you probably don't have any, like... You probably don't have any, like, right around you. Luckily for us, the one we have this weekend is only, like, 45 minutes away. And I feel like... I'm surprised? Yeah, I'm surprised Virginia Beach doesn't have one. Yeah, you would think yeah. they would. Because, yeah, Ocean City, Maryland has one. That That's a fun one. Oh, yeah, that was cool when we did that one. Uh, Glen Jean, <clears throat> West Virginia. Okay. That's the Where same. did you say? Yeah, where did you say you had family? Beckley. Beckley. Let's see. Thank goodness for Google Maps. It's only 20 minutes away. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They have that one in August, usually, end of August, yeah. I think. That one they have, all right. they have I'll all three, yeah, all three distances. They have a, a beast, which is like 13 miles, a super, which is like, eight. I think it's less now, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. And then a sprint, which is only like three miles. I would recommend right. starting there. <laughs> I say, the last one sounds better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Like yeah. I, I run and I even <clears throat> only like to do the sprints. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're, cool. uh. If we're ever down that way, we'll we'll hit you up and let you yeah, know. Maybe we can absolutely. swing in. Yeah, for... you guys should swing in sometime. Drop in anytime. For sure. I'm up there most of the day, every day. Any excuse to go <laughs> near Virginia Beach would be cool. I've never been there, so right. yeah, it'd be fun. So it's all right, bad. well, we'll let you go, man. I appreciate it. And there you have it, Ben Smith, such a nice guy. Yeah, he was great. And um, I, like, would never know that he is one of the premier athletes in CrossFit just by talking to him. Yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, we talked about this a bit off air, you and I, that like he mentioned, um, you know, still thinking kids should do other stuff. Right. That was CrossFit. something that was interesting after we we hung up with him. Right. Um, yeah, because we were just in our CrossFit class the other day. Um, and some people, you know, bring their, their kids to watch, um, and, and they were saying like, oh, we wish they, you know, our gym had like a kid specific program. And like, we know that that some do your niece like is involved with some kids programs and stuff. So that was interesting. Yeah. And same with like Spartan races, like they have the kids races and I feel like there's a lot of kids who that's probably a little less taxing on your body. Yeah. Spartan racing. But, um, you know, you have kids who, who've grown at this point, have grown up doing that. Yeah. And now they're like competitively doing it as ad- young adults. Right. Uh, and the same with CrossFit. You know, right. CrossFit's been around long enough that that's, that's happening. But I thought it was very interesting that, you know, even he thinks that, and maybe that's because he has that background in baseball and gymnastics, like everything. You know right. what I mean? He's done other stuff and, you know, he found CrossFit, you know, 18, 19 years old or whatever it was. And, like now here he is and he's i'm sure even 10 years plus into it he's probably feeling some of the tax on your body that it the toll on your body that it takes i guess is probably the better way to describe it right right but i don't know how he has time to like uh own a gym do anything coach (laughs) do his own training and then he was talking about writing his own programs which like i personally wanted to say like i love when like athletes and trainers do that because i know for me like maybe not so much you 
we chatted about it a little bit, but like as a female, like Googling workouts right. as a for like as a female is super difficult. It's like, okay, do ten crunches and then pick up a five pound dumbbell. Right. You fi- and it's like, oh, do uh five pound weight. And yes. like that's fine for some yes. people, but Bicep like if, if you're trying to get stronger <laughs> yeah. or something like that. That's, that's why not like gonna... it is difficult as a female to actually like look up. I mean, you really, really need to um educate yourself. Yeah. In... There's a lot of information out yeah. there. So I mean, like you said, when you had Gina you know helping mm-hmm. you with that like that that was a great resource for right. you and so you're right. right like and i honestly again like big thanks to him for coming on like i don't yeah. know how he, how he found time to even come talk to I us know. so with all the stuff that he's doing and um yeah i mean best of luck to him obviously in in future uh, games and other competitions yeah absolutely i hope that we can make it down there one day too we we for sure if we can't this year i feel like next year we should just plan a trip to virginia beach and while we're down there like i've never been to virginia beach right so i feel like it'd be kind of cool and just like while we're down there be like hey especially if he has the the you know like the saint jude's right um competition Competition like i would love to get involved in that too and again the uh i'll put the link to that in the yes the description of the podcast so um but yeah very very cool guy um obviously great programming like he knows his stuff he's not just some like person who you know is like oh i'm gonna not I'm gonna put stuff together and not know what i'm talking about like obviously he knows what he's, he's doing he's not even close to even being that person right <laughs> like, <laughs> he is the opposite of right. right so yes yes follow him look up his programs yep yeah he has a link if you go to his instagram page there's a link in in his bio actually for those programs perfect so it's all right there there you go um but yeah coming up next week like we said in the beginning spartan race palmerton yeah so that's a big one it is literally and figuratively and i feel like a lot of people go to that one and and we'll be there so we're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. If you see us, please come say hi. Yeah, we're running open on Sunday. The super. In the afternoon. With a few or, Sorry, people. Saturday. I said Sunday. Yes, yes. With uh, a few people. In the afternoon. Uh-huh. Um, I think our heat's are around 1.30-ish, yeah. somewhere in that but range. But we'll, we'll be there. Like We'll be the ones holding a GoPro to make the obstacle video. Yeah. We're those, we'll have to try we're those and, people. And hopefully the battery doesn't die. Um. And speaking of, like, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page because there mm-hmm. will be obstacle videos. We already have a couple up from a Spartan and a Savage. And we're going to try to do the Super and the Sprint to have it on yes. the video? Yes. Yeah, we're going to try and do both. Okay. Just because uh, the thing about, like, the Sprints, they changed it a little bit this year by putting Helix in, but I feel like yeah. a lot of times it's the same obstacles. Um, so the Super sometimes has obstacles you've never seen. And the beasts sometimes have, almost always have obstacles that you're like, what is this? <laughs> you only see it in a beast. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when was the last time you saw um, Tyrolean Traverse? Right. It was Bender. a beast. I think a um, West Virginia beast, right? Yeah. Which, which we talked about with, with Ben briefly. I only did Bender one time. Yeah. Stairway to Sparta, Sparta I think, too. Anyway, yeah. you'll, you'll see that next week and we'll have an episode we're doing one podcast episode we're not gonna do a sprint and super podcast but we will have a two obstacle video correct so so yeah but that is it um yeah so keep an eye out for that next week again 
go to our Facebook page, YouTube page, subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. This way you get them right away. Um, and if you have any questions, our Instagram uh, handles, I guess is what they're called. That's what the kids call it. <laughs> you sound like some old man, you weirdo. <laughs> That's what the kids call it these days. Look, I <laughs> we, we talked about this actually at CrossFit class today. Um, like, like Ben is a young guy. He's only 31. Yeah. But in CrossFit, the Masters is like 35. Yeah. And I'm 34. So I'm only one years away from CrossFit Masters. So I oh, feel like I have to like start acting like an old guy. Yeah. So I'm going to go. So um, you have to keep saying stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to go put my dentures in the Ew, thing. And we're done. <laughs> eat my prune, drink my prune juice. <laughs> and that'll be that. I don't even remember what I was saying before that. So anyway, uh, our yeah, our Instagram things, handles, our handles are in in the uh, description. Why to the pot? What was in the podcast description? Stay wild underscore Lindsay yeah. Adam G underscore OCR, or check the description and our website. So they're on there. Um, but if you have questions, just just hit us up. Or if you're going to be at Palmerton, hit us up. Let us know. We'll keep an eye out for yep. you. So uh, I'll stop rambling. We'll get out of here. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. If it's your first time checking us out, thanks for checking us out. Thank you, guys. If it's not your first time, thanks for coming back. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. See ya.